Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with missionary Greg Savitt. Thomas candle. It's a little bit higher than the rest of them. It's the servant's candle. It's the highest one and it lights everybody other candles. And it's interesting. In Mark 10:45, it said, "Even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for us all." Guys, I got a bonus tip for you guys. I wish I learned this earlier. The more you serve your wife, Trust me, the more she will serve you. As Greg continues to teach on the correlations between Hanukkah and Christmas, he'll be talking about the menorah. The biggest candle on the menorah is referred to as the servant's candle because it is used to light the rest. Jesus came to be a servant of all, and you're called to be a light of the world. Now here's Greg with part four of his message entitled, Without Hanukkah, No Christmas. saying, I agree with God, I'm on the same page as God, but in the Greek and Hebrew, he says, I am in the very essence God. Believe me, smoke came out of the Pharisees' ears. He just said, he is God. And what's the penalty for blasphemy? Stoning to death. And Leviticus 24, verse 13 says, Whoever blasphemes the name of the Lord shall surely be put to death. The entire congregation shall stone him. Here's what I find amazing. Antiochus IV meant visible God 200 years ago. He was not God. 200 years later, we have Jesus, the Son of God. Now, what did the rabbis say? about taking those stones. They didn't know what to do with them. When the Messiah comes, he'll tell us what to do, put them in Solomon's colonnade, and we see that in verse 22, Jesus is walking in Solomon's colonnade. The rabbis say, when, when the Messiah comes, he'll tell us what to do. Well, he came. And he tells us he's the Messiah and he is the Lord. That's pretty good stuff, don't you think? That's amazing. That's why Jesus celebrated Hanukkah on Solomon's colonnade, where the exact stones were 200 years ago. And he says, I mean, he's the Messiah, and he is Lord. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about how Jewish people celebrate Hanukkah. Remember how I talked to you about eight nights of Hanukkah, and it had all to do with the oil? The rabbis say, and this is a good part of Hanukkah, guys. The rabbis say it's a mitzvot or a good deed to eat anything with oil. 
So we have latkes, which is Jewish uh, hash browns. And we have donuts. Anything that you have oil. Isn't that awesome? I mean, hey, I gotta like that. Also, when I told you that the scriptures were made illegal, what happened is the Jewish people, they built something called a dreidel. Have you ever heard, seen a dreidel? Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of clay. Anyways, what happens... When the Jewish people, they're studying their Bible, if the, if the Seleucid soldiers came in, they would throw the books underneath the table and they would take this out, this, you know, this dreidel, and say, we're playing a game of chance. And what's interesting today, you have four letters, Nun, Gimel, Shin, Hei, Neskadal, Hayasham, a great miracle happened here. Now, what I need to tell you something is I believe that Jewish kids invented poker. And I'm going to prove it. Because on Hanukkah, every kid gets about three or four bags of this gelt. It's Hebrew coins, but it's made out of chocolate, okay? And you ante up, and you spin the dreidel. And you know how in Las Vegas, the odds favor the house. Pretty soon, you're going to lose all your money. These, this favors the players. For example, if you get the letter Gimel, give me the whole pot. That's pretty good. Oh, say you let the letter hey, you get half the pot. Shin, you roll again. And nun is the only bad one, then you have to pass this. But let me tell you something. My kids on Hanukkah, tanked up with hash browns, french fries, donuts, and chocolate, they do not go to bed at all until like 2 or 3 in the morning. But that's why we have, we have, we have the Hanukkah. But... I want a couple more things. Remember this is the Shamus candle. It's a little bit higher than the rest of them. It's the servant's candle. It's the highest one, and it lights everybody other candles. And it's interesting. In Mark 10:45, it said, "Even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for us all." Guys, I got a bonus tip for you guys. I wish I learned this earlier. The more you serve your wife, Trust me, the more she will serve you. So when you love her and you take care of her and you serve her, she will bless you as well. Now, what's interesting is this is called the Festival of Lights also. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And you take this shamash candle and each one of these for each night, you touch the candles. And it's almost like the shamash candle, the servant candle is the gospel. And it touches one candle and touches another candle, and touches another candle. And we need to light these candles one at a time. And I remember a Promise Keepers in Colorado, they all gave us a candle, 60,000 guys in a stadium, and they started with one candle, and within three minutes, 60,000 were flamed, and that's how God's light should go out into the world. Um, you guys ever read Treasure Island? Robert Louis Stevenson, I had to when I was a kid. And there's a story of him as a young boy, and this was before Florida Power and Light. These were the gas lighters that they would go around and light the gas along the streets. And his father was watching him, and, and Robert was staring out the window. And they said, Robert, what are you doing? He said, Dad, I'm watching light punch holes in the dark. Pun light punching holes in the dark. And that's what we have to do, is that we must be talking to people about Jesus. Um, you might be saying, where do I get the message without Hanukkah? 
there would be no Christmas. I want you to think about something. The Jewish people are taken over in 165 BC. There's no scriptures, there's no temple, there's no writings, there's no semblance of Jewish faith. How is the Jewish Messiah gonna be born 200 years ago? But because God conserved the Jewish people, he has brought light to the world. Um, I talked to you about Hanukkah making, you, uh, making me jealous. I want to let you guys know something, that you can make Jewish people jealous of your faith. There's so many Gentiles I meet, they talk to Jewish people, and they, they make Jewish people jealous because they know so much about the Bible, because Jewish people don't read the Bible. And, you know, when I was 16 years old, there was a girl, um, her name was Amy Penny. And she was gorgeous, beautiful, most popular in school, the biggest snot, the most arrogant, in the, uh, in the biggest snotty clique. She wouldn't say hi to anybody. What happened was, that summer, she lost her hand in an accident in a pizza grinder, a sausage grinder, just took off her right hand. Everybody was thought, man, you thought she was bad now. What is Amy going to be like? She came back transformed. She was kind. She was godly. She was nice. She was polite. She talked to people, and she had a big black Bible that she carried around. And I knew, even, even at that young age, I knew that something powerful, something transformative in Jesus had taken this girl who, hey, if it cut off my, my right hand, I'd be miserable. She was in a great mood. She had peace and joy. So I want to really encourage you to make Jewish people jealous. Also, this is a great time of year to talk to Jewish people about the gospel. Ask them, do you believe and do you think that Jesus might be the Jewish Messiah? And they say no and just say, hey, if the Messiah were to come, how would you know? Ask them that. Encourage them that. Ask them, you know, how do you believe in atonement when the temple's been destroyed for over 1,945 years? So that is, uh, I wanted to bring together Hanukkah and Christmas. And it's an amazing miracle uh, how on Hanukkah Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He's the Messiah and he is God. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. 
A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.